Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. The title of this episode is Something New. The material in this episode is inspired by Reset by Deborah Faleda. I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note that this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. Expectations are a funny thing. We have expectations for ourselves, toothpaste, restaurants, friends, loved ones, bosses, and God. We seem to have expectations for everything and everyone. Without realizing it, we determine how someone or something should behave, communicate, and operate. When it comes to setting expectations for ourselves or others, there tends to be one common thread. Whether we are thinking of a friend or ourselves, we tend to set unrealistic expectations. Without realizing it, we have set a high bar that no human can live up to. Expectations of others. By this time in my life, I thought I would be blank. When it comes to the reality of life, we often get the timing wrong. The statement above provides but one example of where we tend to get things wrong. Life rarely operates under our set of guidelines. We have standards for ourselves, and when life does not play out the way we envisioned, we can find ourselves bathing in disgust or disappointment. High or low? I believe there are generally two types of people when it comes to self-expectations. There are those who have extremely high expectations of themselves, and there are those who don't expect much of anything from themselves. There is nothing right or wrong about either of these groups, other than that they both could use some adjustments. We all have work to do, and regardless of what camp you find yourself in, it's time to rethink what you think about yourself. Our expectations of others. Can you believe she didn't blank? She knows how important that is to me. We were created to live in community with others. When those we depend on fail to live up to our standards, we often feel disappointed and hurt. We simply cannot imagine why someone did or did not do what we thought was common knowledge. The one thing we can count on is that all humans have flaws, which mean they are bound to let us down from time to time. Our expectations of God. When it comes to our faith, expectations are equally as tricky. Learning to see God as a perfect father can prove challenging if your relationship with your earthly father has been anything but perfect. Our current expectations of God can often get clouded by past experiences that truly challenge our faith. Whether your expectations are skewed because of a past relationship or experience, God is worthy of our highest expectations. There have been times in my life when I tried desperately not to bring God into a situation. My faith was too precious, and I simply could not risk losing it if God did not live up to my expectations. In the book Reset, author Deborah Fleda describes a time when circumstances did not work out the way she had hoped, leading to deep hurt in her relationship with God. Quote, because I stopped expecting great things of God, I stopped asking great things of God, I stopped believing for great things from God. Because I was afraid to ask, to believe, to expect, I missed out on so many great things he wanted to do. Quote, this past hurt kept Deborah from experiencing big things from God. 
it also kept her from experiencing some of God's blessings. There is a saying, no risk, no reward. When we hunker down and protect ourselves at all costs, we risk missing out on God's blessing. I am not saying this in condemnation of Deborah. I am saying this from a place of experience. When I chose to expect less of God, I missed out on the richness that comes from placing our trust in God regardless of the outcome. I lost the intimacy that comes from trusting in Him as my fortress and place of refuge. It is important that we come to understand that God will always hear our prayers, but this does not obligate Him to answer them according to our playbook. We must learn to trust that His ways are higher than our ways. No matter how painful, God is always acting in our best interest. I love a quote Deborah shared in the, in the last chapter, so I will leave you to sit with this truth. Deborah states, We've got to stop and listen to what God is saying, what He wants to do, where He wants to take us. We've got to stop and make sure we're in step with Him before we go, because He knows best who we are, how we're doing, what we need, and what it looks like for us to run this race well. In the book, Deborah tells a gripping story about her five-year-old son. The doctors said he needed surgery to avoid long-term complications. Deborah was terrified of asking God for big things, but felt a prompting to ask that the surgery wouldn't be necessary. After her son was wheeled back to the operating room, she left to get coffee while her husband stayed in the waiting room. During her coffee run, she received a phone call from her husband reassuring her that everything was okay. Being a wife of a surgeon, Deborah knew that doctors don't come out of the operating room unless there is good reason. Her husband John told her the doctor just wanted to talk to them. The doctor revealed that when they went in with a scope, the issue that led to the surgery was gone. Her son was waiting for the anesthesia to wear off, and then he could go home. This miracle led Deborah on a journey of increasing her expectations for God. She realized that God is not flawed like you or I. God can be trusted with our deepest needs. Self-fulfilling prophecy. The human brain consistently amazes me. The more I discover about all of the things scientists are learning about the brain, the more I am in awe of God's creation. The truth of what we are learning has always been there. Science is just beginning to prove what God has known all along. One example of this is the power of human thoughts. There was a time when scientists and doctors believed that our brains were fixed. What we are learning is that the brain is plastic, meaning it can change. One of the ways this is done is through human thought. In psychology, there is a phrase commonly referred to as a self-fulfilling prophecy. This means that when the human brain believes something is true, we can unconsciously, or even consciously, behave in a manner to make something happen. Maybe you've seen this in your own life. You wake up and for some reason you believe today is going to be a horrible day. You aren't sure why, but you just know it will be terrible. Everywhere you look, you see evidence to support this belief. You woke up feeling weird. You spilled toothpaste on your favorite shirt, causing you to change shirts. Picking out a different shirt caused you to be late leaving the house. It all seems to be going downhill. Believe it or not, this concept of self-fulfilling prophecy illustrates just how much our thoughts influence our behavior and in turn influence our expectations. 
When we expect to see more negative things, our brain looks for evidence to confirm this. On the other hand, if we expect to see God's goodness, then our brain focuses on the good. Deborah says, What we expect, therefore, determines much of how we live, much of how we change, much of how we heal. 1 John 5.14 of the NIV says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Our thoughts can cause us to do some weird things. They can cause us to look for the bad and lower our expectations of God. They can cause us to look for God's goodness and believe that God has the power to heal. When we fill our minds with God's word, we can draw upon God's promises and be sure of what they tell us. Isaiah 43.19 of the NLT says, I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? We can't always fix everything, but we can choose how we view the world. My question for you is, what will you choose to look for? If you are satisfied with the way things are, there is no reason to change. If you seek something different, something better, maybe it is time to dig into what the Bible tells us. It could be time to adjust your expectations of God and offer others a little grace when they fail you. That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community slash connect.